0: welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Ched. Okay, did you watch the Oscars last night? We're going to dissect all of the winners, all of the well, maybe we won't say losers, the people that didn't unfortunately win. Of course to be nominated is still something. And what are some of the scandalous moments that everyone is talking about? We're going to get into it right now with National Online Managing Editor for Lifestyle and Trending at Global News, Chris Janselowicz is joining me. Chris, thank you so much for making the time. Good to talk to you again. You had some predictions on the show on Friday and turns out you were you were completely right you're you're the guy you know everything
1: I think I was right about mostly everything uh, <laughs> there may be a few things I got wrong but I even I was presently sho- uh, pleasantly shocked at how well uh, I was I predicted these things you know
0: what's funny is that I, I sort of dipped in and out of the awards and during one of the moments that I dipped in Jimmy Kimmel was making a slap reference and you <laughs> said that there were going to be a lot of slap references from top to bottom and I thought Chris was right he knew he called this moment
1: yeah, definitely the slap references started right at the top and kept on rolling um, on social media too, like throughout. It was just constant references to slaps, violence, things like that. So there you go. There and yet
0: there was not another storming of the stage, no slap no slap anywhere to be found. So just lots of chatter about last year's big moment. But this one was a little bit more tame. Before we get into who who won and who took home some of the big awards, let's just talk about the tone of of the awards themselves. Because everything that I'm seeing online, and even from my own takeaway, and admittedly I didn't watch the entire thing from start to finish, kind of here and there, I thought that it seemed a little, a little meh. I thought Jimmy Kimmel seemed a little bit, you know, okay, but didn't blow me away. What was, what was your take?
1: Yeah, so I'd agree with you on that. I think that generally Oscars hosts are pretty meh, like it's pretty painful. Usually the jokes are very G-rated most of the time and just uh, you kind of roll your eyes a little bit mm-hmm. at the monologue and stuff. However, uh, while I agree with you that it felt a little subdued, I think that was purposeful. I think they wanted to make the ceremony a little bit more... Um, neutral, shall we say. Um, I think they wanted to step away, like while they did mention the slap ad nauseum, I think they kind of wanted to step away from that too, and kind of make it more about feeling good. I think that that was a big thing. So that's what you see throughout, right? You see the themes of the comebacks, the, the people who, the underdogs, right? The, the people who didn't necessarily win for decades, but now are winning, right? So I think that was really the, the main theme for everybody.
0: And, I mean, that does tie into another prediction that you had that you were right about, sort of that feel-good moment, definitely an underdog, the resurgence of Brendan Fraser's career. And you predicted that he was going to win for The Whale and, lo and behold, uh, went home with an award. So, right again.
1: Yeah, totally unshocking that Brendan Fraser won Best Actor. I mean, kind of knew it was coming. Uh, The movie hasn't gotten as much hype um you know as, as the role as his acting itself and i think it's just really the story right it's the story of brendan Fraser, absent from hollywood for however many years He uh, was such a huge hit in the early 90s and then he just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. and then here he is again uh he's one and it's just he's just beloved right Um, so yeah, we all knew that was going to happen and and I'm actually pretty happy about that too.
0: Yeah. He's just, he's very charming. I watched that movie blast from the past with Alicia Silverstone on a flight home (laughs) recently, which was a terrible movie, but he is just, he's adorable. You can't really help but love him or whether it's the mummy, maybe that's what you, you know him better for, but it's, it's interesting to me that this storyline got so much attention because it it seems like more than anything, the Oscars are, are are sort of just a, a marketing ploy. You know, I mean, yeah. maybe not everybody has seen The Whale, but we're talking about Brendan Fraser. And we all just sort of genu- generally appreciate that he had a really good performance in that movie. Uh, how much do you think these matter just in terms of giving stars the attention that they're all seeking? Or or, or I suppose, uh, you know, the, the the films themselves, even if we don't necessarily see them?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I think that, you know, this is, this is not new, but the, the Oscars are strictly a popularity contest. Um, I, I think half the time the movie is strictly the vehicle to get that person in the spotlight, right? Um, you, you obviously get examples where the movie's great and the performance is great. That happens a lot too. But I think what's more important is where is this actor in, in culture right now, in pop culture? I mean, it's obvious that Brendan Fraser's going to win. Just, just knowing how popular he is in the story. Like the movie, who cares? The movie is irrelevant. Um, how popular is Brandon Fraser right now? You have um, Kei Hui Kwan, right, who won Best Supporting Actor last night. Again, another underdog, another comeback, another person that was in Encino Man with Brandon Fraser. Um, I you forgot know, about winning, Encino Man. Winning an Oscar, right? So he's in that movie too. So it's crazy. So you get this narrative, right, of people who, who struggled and then you know, all of a sudden they're golden again and they win an Oscar and it's this beautiful thing. And then how good does that look for the Oscars, right? That makes the Oscars themselves more appealing. Oh, well, this is the award. We're going we're gonna to see some lovely, fun, emotional moments where it resonates with us, making us, in turn, maybe next year want to watch it more, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll want to see it more. Who cares about the movies? You don't even really have to see the movies at all. Because then you get to watch the Oscars and see, you know, these human reactions and these human um, emotions and things that, you know, you might get out of the movie, but you can definitely get at the award ceremony. So it's well,
0: interesting. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the characters that we see um at these events. There are there are moments that go viral the next day. And last year, as we mentioned, it was the slap. This year, it feels like I'm at least I'm personally seeing a lot of Hugh Grant and Ashley Graham on the red carpet. And that <laughs> yeah. cringe worthy interview where people are debating is he is he really rude or is he just showing off some dry British sense of humor? He seems to not want to answer any of her questions. Uh, he seems to not want to even have anything to do with the Oscars themselves. Can you can you speak to this moment? What's what's your takeaway? Is this fabricated? Is it calculated? Or is he just
1: rude? So I have had my fair share of red carpets. I have been on red carpets. I've been both the interviewer and the interviewee. Um, I know what film festivals are like. I know what award shows are like. It is chaotic. It is. Uh, kind of a madhouse, Um, as a celebrity, you're getting asked the same questions over and over and over again. Now that said, Hugh Grant's behavior, um, where he was essentially, if people don't know, he was essentially very short and curt with the interviewer, with Ashley Grant. Mm -hmm. Um, Like beyond, actually pretty rude. Um, I don't think that ever justified. I think that Hugh Grant knows very well, having been a celebrity for multiple decades, what Oscar's red carpet would entail. The questions are not cerebral. The questions are really basic. You're just there to kind of like plug your film and then move in and take a seat. That's what your job is. Uh, you know, and let's not forget that these people get paid millions of dollars to do this kind of thing. It's part of the job. Mm-hmm. And despite the same questions, the same, you know, kind of like really fluffy, what are you wearing type questions, he should know that that's what's entailed, right? That's, that's what you need to do on the job. So I think uh, my, my takeaway from this is that it was totally unacceptable behavior. And it was kind of like, you know, sometimes celebs are in a bad mood, and I understand that. And it is sort of nerve-wracking and annoying to answer the same questions. But honestly, it's like two minutes of your life. I think you can play along. Uh, just play the game. It's part of the game. Uh, you're a multimillion-dollar uh, paid actor. I think it's no problem to answer a few questions, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, without an, an a visible eye roll at the end of the conversation as well. <laughs> it It seemed... It seemed... Yeah. Very uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to watch. The whole moment is really cringy. And it seems like that's sort of one of the pieces that people are really trying to dissect and and that are talking about today. Was there anything else that was scandalous that you're seeing come up in conversation?
1: You know what? No, I I, that's what I was was saying to you earlier. Like, I found this to be a very sedate neutral award ceremony there there hasn't really been anything else coming out like that and that's why i think people are really focusing on this hugh grant ashley grant thing Mm -hmm. is because there wasn't really any other huge moment of scandal you know like i can't think of one i can't think of anything that was like wow like i need no no time did i look at my wife and go oh my god right except for maybe that particular moment and that was even before the show and, the show hadn't even started yet.
0: yeah, and not a lot of upsets when it comes to, as you mentioned, you know, some of the predictions, who we thought was going to win some awards. We'll give you a quick rundown. but Chris, I also want to get your perspective on how important these awards are in the era of streaming. So we'll come back with Chris Chantelowitz, National Online Manager. Managing Editor, excuse me, for Lifestyle and Trending at Global News in just three minutes. Chelsea on continues right after this. Welcome back to the show. This is Chelsea on Ched. We're talking about the Oscars. Did you watch them last night? What were some of your takeaways? And do they encourage you to watch some of the movies that won? We're talking about it right now with National Online Managing Editor for Lifestyle and Trending at Global News, Christian Selowitz. And Chris, you watched the entire thing start to finish. We chatted last week, and your predictions were right on the money. Uh, everything that you thought was going to win did win. Um, uh, the the biggest movie, Everything Everywhere, all at once seems to be the biggest winner, right? Were there any surprises in terms of who took home an award?
1: Yeah, I think that the one surprise that I had, and I wasn't upset about it really, was um, uh, Angela Bassett not winning uh, Best Supporting Actress, and that mm-hmm. instead going to Jamie Lee Curtis. So the buzz going in was that uh, Angela Bassett was going to win. Uh, you know, she's a storied actress, and, you know, she's beloved and she's really fantastic. I actually love Angela Bassett. Um, So when Jamie Lee Curtis won, I was a little surprised. Um, But then in the end I thought about it and I realized, you know, the Academy doesn't often give awards to movies like black Panther. Um, They don't usually give awards to like sci-fi movies, action, superhero movies. It's very rare. It's got to be a really huge standout performance. And um, so I think in that case, and also because of the everything uh, everywhere all at once hype, I think Jamie Lee Curtis really uh, did deserve it. She was good in the role and then must not forget that Jamie Lee Curtis's family is is a storied uh, acting family, and um, you know the Academy loves rewarding that. Uh, so I think that might have also played a part too. Not to take away from her performance, which again was really quite good. Yeah, but I think that's the one surprise I had.
0: It's a difficult one, and I agree with you because you wanna you wanna celebrate both of them. I mean, both of them really had incredible performances, and it's not as if Jamie Lee Curtis didn't deserve that award, but. Did did maybe Angela Bassett deserve it a little bit more? And what people are talking about now is that, you know, Angela Bassett had a really real reaction. I mean, she looked like a human being that, you know, maybe thought this might be my moment. And I I guess it's not. And, and that reaction is getting some, I, I suppose, some reaction in and of itself with people saying, well, she looked like she couldn't be happy for Jamie Lee Curtis. She looks like she's mad. I think she yeah. just looks like someone who was up for a huge award. And after 29 totally. years of acting, didn't get it totally. once again.
1: And here's something else. Angela Bassett looked amazing oh, yeah. yesterday. So like, I will say, I'll even go so far as to say she looked the best on the red carpet, frankly. Um, so you know what? She did win. She did Yeah.
0: Win. And you know what? I would I would agree with you. I mean, she's had an incredible career in Hollywood. And you're right. I mean, the camera just kept going to her. She was magnetic and just absolutely yeah. glowing. Chris, one more question before I let you go. And I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. In mm-hmm. the era of streaming, which we know is massive, how relevant are the Oscars? How how much did these really even matter when there are so many other platforms where people can have successful films and successful acting roles?
1: Yeah, so I think the Oscars in the next couple of decades, if they last that long, um, I feel like they're losing relevance by the year. I don't know how much people care about awards anymore. I don't know if you've seen the numbers, like viewing numbers for the Oscars, but they've gone down by half almost every year, which is like just... Terrible. Um, I think it's an aging medium. I think that awards as a whole are aging, Um, you know, the same way like morning talk shows are kind of aging out and game shows and things like like, they're kind of just all sort of like aging out. Soap operas are another one. It's an old form of media. Um, So I don't even know if it's really about streaming services anymore. I don't even know if it's really about theaters I know it is in, in a way, but I think mainly, it's just the way human beings consume movies now and TV shows, it's just totally different, you know? I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I think COVID really pushed us over the line in terms of, you know, making us stay home, we watch at home. And I think we all kind of realized when we were there, we're like, wait a minute, I don't have to go to a theater and drop, you know, X amount of dollars for a two hour movie in addition to all the food, parking, you know, if you have kids, you got to worry about that. You got to take kids and worry about rating and things, all this stuff. And when at home, it's just all of that is gone. It's just disappeared. You know, you can do whatever you want. So I think streaming services, while they might not be the cause, I think that they're definitely speeding it along (laughs) They're speeding the process along where, you know, it's a lot more comfortable and better for us to be at home watching stuff so people I, will argue with me on this
0: I completely no, I, I completely agree with you you would have to pay me to go to a movie in a theater <laughs> nowadays honestly but Chris even though we may not know the future of the Oscars in decades from now of course they did happen last night and you were right with all of your predictions so thank you so much for making the time to break them down with me once again always a pleasure to chat with you
1: you're welcome. I'll see you next year, I guess.
0: Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Chris. Right, Chris thank Gentelowitz is National Online Managing Editor for Lifestyle and Trending at Global News, talking all things Oscars. All right, let's take a look at your drive, get you home safely. Jackson McNulty is up in Global One taking a look. Jackson, how's the Monday commute?